Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. So after yesterday's, ep- oh, actually it wasn't yesterday's episode, it was Wednesday, so two episodes ago on uh, TV characters, I thought, well, I actually better explain in a bit more detail the the eight main characters. And there's a number of tools out there. I'm sure you've done different profiling tools, personality assessments, and there's there's a, any number of them, and, and they all have their value. The, the one I learned from firstly was one about personal flow, which is what I love. And I'm in the process of creating my own profiling system based on my experience using that tool, using another tool, which is very similar, and how some of the, the particular names and descriptions didn't necessarily resonate with uh, the people that I've been working with. So I've been building my own. So I'm going to give you what I call each of the different characters in a way that makes more sense to me and hopefully it makes more sense to you. Um, the other ones were very much from a business perspective. Um, probably for the everyday person didn't necessarily resonate. And some like if you're receiving a character uh, or a profile title and you don't like the sound of the name, then that's not usually a good sign, right? So this is um, and not to disparage the the previous tools that I've used because they have been incredibly positive for my life. But it's like, okay, what does it actually mean at its essence in, in simpler forms? So breaking it down into something simpler again. So let's go from the uh, the place where I sit, which is the connector. And that is the, the sensory extrovert. The extrovert that's also highly uh, sensitive, sensory, connection driven so when how i operate at my best is when you are thinking about a certain person that you need in your world then my brain will go oh here's five people like i retain information about individual people and what they're good at and and the and their the feel of them so that when it's like the networker right so when people think of a certain area my brain is like a rolodex of of other people that might fit that area. So I, I'm, I'm forever connecting people. I love it. I've got a, a massive, I wanna say network, not people I spend a lot of time with, but but from my past, that just the memory of those people and what they did and what they brought to the table sticks in my memory. Why that is, I couldn't tell you exactly why, but that's that's my character. So uh, it's the, the person that, might be able to do deals with people, bring people together, get them talking on the same page, just like the intermediary to certain situations. So, so that's where I sit. That's the sensory extrovert. 
if we go clockwise, the, the, the purely sensory person, the person that is really connection driven, they're the, the, the peacekeeper of most situations, the, the, like the operations project manager type person. They're keeping people on time. They love uh, getting the right price. So it's all about things feeling right. But they're the connection between the extrovert and the introvert, which is they can connect people and systems. So they're like the in-between between, um, whereas the, the connectors, the people connector, the, the nurturer is the, uh, is the connector between systems and people. They're able to nurture from both perspectives and, and help the, the introvert see extrovert perspective and vice versa. If we go further around to the um, introverted, the sensory introvert, they're what you would call the explorer. They, they look at every situation with a torch to find the gaps, to find the next step, to find what's not quite working. In a lot of scenarios, people might see this particular person as a bit of a pessimist, but the reality is, is that they are needed on every team in every situation because they see when the detail's not right, that it's not gonna work, and they get that gut feel, that sensory, aspect that says something's not quite right as well. So their knowledge about when something's not right, when there's a gap is so strong, and when they're trusted for that, they go to the whole next level. So that's the explorer. Then there's the pure introvert, the systemizer, the person who loves the detail of everything, loves to be able to put everything exactly where it needs to be. It's that person in your world that, that's always asking questions about how much is it gonna cost, what time are we gonna get here, what will this be? What are we going to be wearing? All of those different details, wanting to get them to 100%. They're great with numbers, with detail, with systems, with, um, with money. Uh, but being that introvert, they tend to need to recharge in their own space as well so they can get exhausted in crowds. So that's the systemizer. Then the uh, big picture, the creative introvert is the refiner. The person who loves to pull things apart and put them back together again. The tinkerer. The person that can just look at something and go, actually, we can improve that by actually, whether it's a physical item. So I think about one of my younger brothers who used to love pulling his skateboard uh, parts apart and then putting it back together and still does that sort of stuff now. And he's so good at it. Whereas it's the exact opposite for me. So if I've got to pull things apart and put them back together, I'll, I'll eventually, uh, eventually want to punch holes in the wall because I just get so frustrated. It's the opposite of what's, what's most natural for me. So it's the, the, that ability, whether it's like I've said, a physical thing or a, uh, or metaphorically pulling something apart and putting it back together, a concept. Maybe I think about someone I used to work with when we talked about workflows. And we would, I'd unpack a workflow with him and he'd be able to go, well, okay, what do we need? What do we don't need? And what if we need to add in to make the workflow work even better? So he's refining things. Here it is. How can we make some adjustments and make it better? Put it back together again, even better. Then there's that just the pure big picture creative thinker, the designer. They've already seen the finished product in their head because they have that big picture, uh, what's it, helicopter view of the world. So they're already, they're already seen how things are going to look. They've seen the design of the head. They've seen it from a very visual perspective. Sometimes these people can get uh, told that maybe they've got ADHD, uh, maybe they're uh, easily distracted, they're a dreamer. 
but it's because they're always coming up with new ideas constantly, new concepts, new designs. They're the designer. Then there's the performer, the creative, the big picture extrovert, loves the uh, performance. So loves the creative element of being an extrovert, which is performing, right? And the performance might be anything from being on stage to uh, every time they get in a, a sales situation to every time they get in a fire, a, a, a family dynamic when, when they want to be that uh, entertainer. They want to bring people together by making people laugh, by, uh, yeah, treating everything like a performance. The pure extrovert, the encourager, they're all about the people, the team, and they just love any situation where there's other people together and they love encouraging people in that, in that situation, in that scenario. So they're great with bringing warmth to any scenario. They're always there to support. Sometimes the, the challenge can be is that, pardon me, most workforces or workplaces that's seen as a distraction. School was the same, like being slightly uh, inclined to that that way of being as well. It's like, you know, talking's not um, seen as valuable uh, in a school environment. We've got to be quiet and we've got to follow the rules and, and listen and all those different things or in a work environment where you might be, if you're in conversation a lot, you might be saying, well, what actually are they doing? But that's their value. So you can see with all of these different types all these different characters that there's going to be elements that are going to seem really positive and other elements that to some and even to the self sometimes uh don't can be like feel like a curse so whatever wherever you feel like you fit in to those eight characters look for the positive elements of where that's actually going to improve your life if you do more of it acknowledge where maybe you're not going to do things so well and rather than think oh i'd love to be more like that Acknowledge that you're never going to be at a top level. I remember one of my bosses saying to me when I asked him, okay, how do I, what's your thoughts on, on leadership and how I'm going to get the best out of my team? And they said, the best thing I can tell you is don't, don't try and get their weaknesses and improve them because you'll only ever take them from a C grade to a, maybe a B minus at best. You're just wasting your time. Find out what they do at an A grade level and take them to an A plus or an A plus plus. And this is exactly what this whole system works on. Find where you operate already at a high level and then take that to a whole other level because that's where you're going to get the best results in life, in career, in relationships, where you just bring the best version of yourself that seems effortless, that actually has you buzzing. That's where magic happens. More often than not, though, if you're out of flow, if you're out of your most natural way of operating, it's because you're trying to fit into one of these other characters that, that aren't quite you, and that just is exhausting. You feel blocked, and you're asking the wrong question to get yourself heading in the right direction. Like I said at the end of uh, two episodes before, I think it was F488, we're talking about the TV characters. Uh, if there's something you're intrigued about, let me know. I can um, I can point in the right direction to some more information on that. And if you're really intrigued and you want to 
get yourself a your own profile so you know exactly where you sit and we can talk about that as well enjoy your day i hope you enjoyed this episode of the grief code podcast thank you so much for listening please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too if you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief let's chat email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com you can also stay connected with me by joining the grief code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code and remember so that i can help even more people to heal please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform